Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Time to bury the tired narrative and uncover stories not typically heard, but stories that need to be heard. Right or wrong, life or death, this isn't your typical law show. This is Big Angry Law with Charles Big Angry Adams on KPRC 950. Now, Charles Adams. So I spent a long time thinking about what I would talk about on this show last night and today because it is on the Friday before the 4th of July weekend what was once a robust celebration of not just America but Americanism And I've seen a great number of tweets stating that we shouldn't celebrate this year. And I'm bothered by the thought that has become so prevalent, frankly, on the right and the left, but more so on the left, that America isn't a nation worthy of patriotism, worthy of service, worthy of belief. And my response to that is to tell people they really need to travel more. They need to get out into the world and see not the Instagram pictures, but the real life that people are living all over this world that leads to so many trying to become part of Americanism. You go to Jamaica and you see some beautiful, beautiful beaches and resorts. An island paradise. Well, until you get beyond the walls. Marked by horrifying poverty. And a tremendous amount of heartbreak. 
But that could be blamed on colonialism, I guess. The, what, what could be blamed on colonialism is the completely wiping out of any indigenous people on the islands. And of course, slaves were brought to the Caribbean in this part of the transatlantic slave trade to work on the sugar plantations and other farming interests that existed. But there have been a great number of failures. But it's not just when you look to oppressed or formerly oppressed communities of color. Get away from the Instagram shot of the Eiffel Tower. Get away from the beauty and splendor of London. Get away from the touristy photos in Greece. Go deep into any Asian country. And you'll be surrounded by a sea of hopelessness in Western Europe and Eastern Europe, South America. People that don't see any or very many windows or opportunities to ascend to what they would consider a better life. Now, America is most certainly failing a great number of its people, but not in the ways that anyone is having a substantial conversation about. I honestly believe that the mindset for most Republican and most Democratic leaders is, well, the other side is going to do such a horrible job, we don't even need to try. The Dobbs decision overturning Roe v. Wade that's given a lot of Democrats hope, I think a false hope, that their losses in the midterms won't be as severe. Because like, well, see, hey, we didn't have to do anything to fix the economy or stop inflation. Those stupid Republicans will cut off their nose to spite their face. On the flip side, I think that's the exact same math that the Republicans are employing. Yeah, you know, we don't really need to work with anyone to try to correct anything because these damn Democrats are going to keep getting more and more absurd, keep disting themselves further and further away from the concerns of the working class, so we don't even have to try to fix anything. In fact, let's just say ugly things and do whatever the hell we want and let's not worry about our constituents at all. And if we do worry about them, let's worry about trying to find a new way to get them pissed off and angry. Now, mind you, I think that math works completely for both parties. Although, I still think the Republicans come out far ahead in the midterms. And we, didn't, we, we haven't seen any solution for wage-earning working Americans from this pandemic, from before. We got 
No tax hikes. It was really tax hikes disguised as not a tax hike from Trump. And of course, we're getting a tax hike, hike from a tax hype, a tax hike from Biden with nothing in return. Nothing. Nothing at all. Maybe I'll talk about it later. I saw Buttigieg talking about spending a billion dollars to end racism in roadways. I don't know about y'all, but man, I'd just like to see less potholes and better constructed roads and maybe some more mass transit, maybe fix the airline industry that we give billions of dollars to that just screws us around. I mean, maybe just take money and do something other than virtue signal with it, which of course is why the Democrats are going to face the midterm losses, but they won't be as heavy because now a bunch of angry centrist women will be out voting. I it just y'all all absolutely suck. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Big Angry Law on KPRC 950. Hip to be square. Huey Lewis in the news. Holiday weekend. Friday night. I'd like to be cool and say I'm shipping on a Wonder Water. An 8th Wonder Brewery there in East Downtown. I can't call it Edo. It just irritates. It's like nails on a chalkboard when I hear, we're going to Edo. Especially having been a policeman in the 90s. <laughs> Oh, when people bitch about gentrification, I'm like, really? Like, really? But anyhow, I'm not. I'm drinking some cold brew in a Yeti cup from a law school that I didn't go to. I think it was a gift to my son. I had some, I don't, I don't know. But I'm drinking my cold brew with my Cold Stone Creamery, I don't even know, completely unhealthy non-dairy creamer that is branded, licensed Cold Stone. I, do y'all remember Cold Stone Creamery? There might still be one in Pearland. I haven't been down there. But they dominated the space for a minute and then just, as poorly run companies do, just kind of faded. But they were, I mean, you know, the kind of crush-in stuff. There's some other people that do it, but no one did it as good as Coldstone did in the, the early and mid-2000s. It was just really incredible. But I'm drinking this cold brew now. I ran up to fix it during the break from my little home studio. And don't you love when you bitch him? Because first I went to the garage, right, and I only found one can of Starbucks cold brew and that's clearly not enough for me 
And so I go upstairs, plus the creamer was upstairs. And I, you know, I, there's no more cold brew. Who's drinking all my cold? You know, typical father stuff with my son being in town. And, you know, who, whoever. I don't even know, right? People come in this house, people leave, whatever, drinking all my damn cold brew. And my wife says to me, no, there's some more in the fridge in the middle. We got this weird Samsung fridge with a drawer in the middle. I hate it. It's like the worst fridge ever. It was like a, it's an expensive, expensive fridge. And poorly, there's a lot of negative space in it. Just not a great refrigerator. I keep saying I'm going to go chunk down a bunch of money for a Viking. But then I think about it and it works, you know, the ice machine freezes up a lot. I don't know. It's a piece of crap. But not even the point here, because the point is, I was like, there's not just look, there's not any in there. And isn't it the worst, right, when they get up from whatever they're doing to come show you how stupid you are because you can't see what is right there exactly where they said it was? That was my break. And it led me to think a little bit about that first segment, which was, Meant to talk about, oh, the music tonight, tongue-in-cheek, is music from the American Psycho soundtrack because it's a weekend to celebrate America and everything is going a bit psycho. But I, I that first segment kind of devolved into an old man get-off-my-lawn gripe when it was meant to be a celebration of American Americanism, but I still sincerely think it kind of was, right? I mean, I have driven through forests in France, and France is not a, I mean, there's some beautiful parts, but everything looks really worn and run down and dirty, as does Italy. Everything's broken in Italy, right? And if you haven't traveled it extensively, you don't know. Switzerland, not. Everything's perfect, clean, beautiful. But there is... A reason, there's a reason people go from North Africa to the EU and then fight to get to London, to the United Kingdom, or to the United States, specific, most importantly, the United States. There's a reason there are so many thousands of people apprehended at our southern border and so many more get through. And the narco-terrorists are making so much money as a result. There's a reason. And it's not because America is horrible. It's not because America is designed for people to lose. What's unique about America is that you can still win if you work hard enough. And there are a great number of people that want to convince you that you can't, but they're just lying. But where we're really failing America right now, and it's being pitched as reform, is we are we are letting bad guys win. And the argument is, well, you know, the police have been bad for years and we just let them win. Well, yes, some of them, yes. Many of them, no. I, I had a conversation with an African uber driver from africa black man 
and told me about how he was robbed here in Houston and he didn't have any cash on him because he doesn't carry cash. And the three young African-American men who robbed him became, became angry and one of them, one shot him in the leg. He's here, he comes to this country, jumps into the gig economy, is doing everything he can to chase the American dream and three American citizens born into the beauty of this country decide to rob him and then shoot him because he doesn't carry cash. The grouse, the point of the story was not, oh, woe was me, I got robbed and shot. It was, I can't believe the guy that shot me only got two years in prison and his two buddies, his two colleagues, didn't see a day. And that is a failure. I have no rejoinder to that, except I'm sorry. And you could think, well, maybe it was just some top-shelf lawyering, but it's become very, very commonplace. Not everywhere. You know, you go shoot somebody in Montgomery County, you're going to spend a minute. You're going to get those years. Chambers, Liberty. I mean, there are some counties where criminal justice is still, the pendulum is still way over on the lock you up side but this reformist movement that is just abandoning communities law-abiding communities of color to criminality and it's telling criminals i mean there was a story out there of a guy that was on bond for horrifying conduct while also on parole for robbery and then he's now committed a capital murder. Well, if you just treat the bad people like they're the good people and make it very clear that there's going to be very little consequence, then the criminality continues to snowball. And, and it's a huge failure right now in this moment in American history. We've had all kinds of failures and all kinds of, but the thing is no one's trying to fix it. The media and a great number of elected politicians are still trying to pitch it as reform, as, as regular people live in terror. And this, in the, the politicians like Lena Hidalgo, who are force feeding it to their constituents also have unprecedented security budgets to protect them but not us. And right now, that is America's biggest failure to its citizens. And we might talk about some more when we get back in just one moment. Big. Angry. Law. With Charles Adams. Continues. I want to know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind.
Society. Should change the name of the show to the Information Society. No, I shouldn't. But anyhow, just an idea. We are still sticking with the American Psycho soundtrack for tonight because everything's gone a bit psycho. Now I'm banging things into things here, which is not good radio. But I want to start with a graphic that I saw concerning immigrants on the Twitter. Very professional-looking. Ten illegal alien facts. One, more than 43% of all food stamps are given to illegals. I tried to verify that number. I could not. Two, 95% of warrants for murder in Los Angeles for illegals. Absolutely false. In fact, it's Texas is the one state that tracks that data and illegal immigrants tend to be incredibly law-abiding despite the portrait that's being painted. Although we are allowing criminals to come across our very open border and the people trying to escape them by coming to this country are in fact not escaping them. But that's just a made-up number. Uh, next, number three, less than 2% of illegals are picking crops, but 41% are on welfare. Again, I, I tried to verify it. Couldn't. More than 66% of all births in California are to illegals on Medi-Cal, paid by the U.S. taxpayer. Again, I couldn't verify this number. Nearly 60% of all occupants of HUD properties in U.S. are illegals. Not true. More than 39% of California students' grades 1 through 12 are illegals. It does not appear to be true. 75% of LA's most wanted are illegals. Objectively false. More than half of all gang members are illegals. I, I do not believe that is accurate. I once again couldn't find any evidence. U.S. companies using illegals in 2005 profited over $2.36 trillion. And then U.S. taxpayers are footing the bills for all illegals. That last one, there's been a lot of debate on how much the immigrant labor market, illegal entrant, uh, you know, labor market, how much cost savings are realized by Americans versus the cost. And many honest people recognize that there is a significant cost for the American taxpayer, but a tremendous benefit uh, in some regions for the consumer and tremendously for corporate, the corporate American exploitation machine. But much of America is built on the backs of immigrants. And... Much of the beauty of Americanism is the melting pot. And the melting pot is, is now an ugly, bad term. It is seen as a negative that promotes assimilation into the American culture. But in my opinion, and, you know, a just cisgendered white 
person with a penis here. But my thought is the vibrancy of America and the beauty of America is the underlying concepts of individual liberty and freedom that, of course, are being attacked at all sides. And, of course, our government is constantly wanting to strip that from us. And that's their function at this point is to get rich, get famous, and take away liberty in either party, right? But culturally, it is the acceptance of the underlying tenets of a democracy and rights that we have while also introducing new cultural staples in a variety of ways, whether it's art, music, food, philosophy, religion. And then it all kind of blends together in this melting pot of American beauty. But there are those that will say, one, there's people that just love to demonize immigrants because they're easy, like whoever created this absurd list that was posted by a lover of Steinway and Sons pianos, Glock, Bacon, Buffets, and everything Nevada, and especially Pres Trump, MAGA, Trump 24. The thing is, people see this and they believe, they read these numbers, and they're like, oh man, that's crazy. That big of a percentage? No, they're awful. The truth is, immigrants mostly are incredibly law-abiding. The problem is that those that aren't aren't getting thrown out. And they should. The problem is that it's almost impossible for people from Central and Latin America and South America to legally, or anywhere else in this world, to legally immigrate without big stacks of cash. And they're easy to demonize. But a completely open border also... We had some truth. Henry Swalar is a congressman from the valley from texas from the border region right he's he's drawn criticism from the democrats because he takes a very catholic pro-life position right but he is getting applause from conservatives because of some frank and honest talk he has had about the border crisis. And it's very much in crisis. And the crisis was very much caused by the rhetoric of this president and his administration. But Swalar said, my position has been that in this case, if you have them remain in Mexico and they have access to an attorney, they want to come and present their case and they're in a safe situation, then we ought to do that. Because otherwise, you have so many people that come in, come into the United States, and a lot of them are given false hope because if you have 100 people, only 10 to 20% are to be given asylum. So why are we letting 100% when we should be allowing only 10 to 12% of those people to come into the United States? And this is the congressman talking about the Remain in Mexico policy that the Supreme Court just gave the Biden administration the green light to end. It was implemented as a result of COVID, a lower court. You know, what we've seen is both the Republicans and Democrats seeking out activist judges to thwart executive and legislative action, which has become the new normal as also executive action without approval from Congress is the new normal. And, I think it's bad all the way around. 
But it's important that when you have a Democrat congressman uh, who is a Mexican-American talk about the realities that the mainstream media are ignoring that are being created by this open border in the valley, troubling realities that are being overwhelmed uh, financially, these, these municipalities in these counties, they're being abandoned by the federal government, and we've seen that horrible tragedy in San Antonio. I saw something where the wife of the trucker that was apparently on methamphetamine and then tried to pretend to be an immigrant so he'd escape arrest after he pulled over and let these people just have suffer the most horrible deaths. It's all just horrifying. You know, sometimes, and it's an strange wife of that, yeah, let's not try to defend the guy that murdered 50 people in the most horrifying way possible. Well, maybe. Just throwing that out there. But here's the thing, America. We need to get back to letting people lawfully immigrate in this country in a, in a, a much easier manner. And we also need to get back to throwing people out who come to this country and commit crimes. But really, we need to recognize why these people are coming here and maybe celebrate the fact that it's because America is absolutely amazing. We'll be back. Big. Angry. Law. With Charles Adams. Continues. I should start doing this, just looking for soundtracks and playing the songs because someone's been paid, right, to assemble a collection of incredible music and I should just swipe it. Of course, we're playing the American Psycho soundtrack tonight. Bill Collins, studio. I want to go back to Texas Democrat Congressman Swayar, it's a hard name, C-U-E-L-L-A-R, a difficult name to pronounce appropriately. So maybe we should just call him Congressman Henry. But I want to read another one of his quotes from his appearance on Fox. You know, and I feel bad for the president because there's so many issues happening in the United States domestically and across the world, dealing with Russia and China, so... I mean, I feel you know bad for him. But at the same time, there are people that can implement the laws that we have on the books already to make sure that there are repercussions. Because otherwise, when we finish this fiscal year, which will be on September 30th, we are going to have a record number of people coming into the United States. Now, I read that quote not because of the tail end of it, which talks to our incredibly open southern border and the negative impact it is having on southern Texas 
and the costs that it's imposing on America when it would make far more sense to have a streamlined process for legal entry for citizens. I love when Canada virtue signals, Canadians virtue signal to Americans about it because, of course, in Canada, if you've got a misdemeanor DWI, you ain't getting it. If you've ever been arrested for drugs, you're not welcome. I mean, there's uh, Canada doesn't let anyone in their country, but they like to preen and condescend. But what I, what I, the quote that I thought was more important, I want to read it again. There are people that can implement the laws that we have on the books already to make sure that there are repercussions. And that statement applies far, far beyond the immigration and the immigration policy failures of the Biden administration. And a frequent topic, obviously, on this show is policing. It's something that was uh, most of my life's work has been involved with in some manner or the other, and something that I'm passionate about, the need both to have police and to completely overhaul policing in America. And uh, just to radically fix it, to return it to, or not return it, to actually have it, probably for the first time in American history, focus solely on protecting people from being victimized and solving and holding victimizers to account. Horrible story. I mean, just heartbreaking story out of New York concerning the murder of a 20-year-old mother. She was walking on the Upper East Side and she was gunned down. The uh, police, the NYPD, has identified a 24-year-old who is her ex-boyfriend and had been allegedly stalking her for and threatening her for some time. And she had sought help from the Queens Police Department. He lived in Jamaica, Queens. And there had been a report on New Year's Day of this year that he had assaulted her. The problem is the government, especially in New York, when you have a prosecutor who doesn't believe in prosecuting criminals, offers victims very little protection. And when you have a state, like until recently, Supreme Court struck it down that if you wanted to arm yourself to protect yourself, that you had to go through a draconian process that was almost impossible, kind of like our immigration system, and then establish some special need. So most people don't do it. But this woman, well, here's a quote from the mother. If he has been arrested, my baby will have got a little justice. It doesn't bring my daughter back and doesn't change the fact that the Queens police failed to protect her, but I'll deal with that another day. That was from Lisa DeSort, the infant's grandmother and the mother of the victim, Asia Johnson. And it speaks to, there are laws right, that are designed to protect women from stalking and abusive, monstrous men. There are laws designed to create a consequence for being physically abusive. 
much like the law set up to make aggravated robbery that involves serious bodily injury something that you go to prison for for a long time, like the African Uber driver who was shot by the young African-American man. But we're quickly becoming a society where people don't believe there will be a consequence for their actions and the way their actions are being framed it's not it's it's like theft theft just occurs without consequence all over this country now there was a uh, a video uh, i love the headline alleged threesome led to 60 person brawl on carnival cruise and it's a horrifying video of a whole bunch of people fighting on a cruise. And apparently it was downstream from the anger associated with, uh, with sexual, I don't know, with a sexual tryst that was happened in a way that somebody got really mad apparently. It was described by one of the witnesses as ignorant fools acting stupid. But it wasn't ignorant fools acting stupid. It was a fight that lasted almost an hour involving 60 people. I promise you, some of the people involved had no desire to be involved. They weren't involved in the threesome. Beer bottles were, were smashed. People were cut. And it's it's just a bit insane. They had to get the Coast Guard to bring the ship to shore. And the hope is some people were arrested and held to account, but they they weren't, right? And you, you contrast that. Every story that I've read about this incident has not mentioned race at all. The video makes it clear that it was a racially homogenous group. And I... I mean, we've gotten into this new thing in America where it's only discussed when the journalists think they can inflame some sort of rage. So you have a driver. Here's the headline. Ohio police officers on paid leave after fatal shooting of black driver. Now, why is his race relevant? In this math, well, that's not where they stop, right? In the same article, this is on the Huffington Post, they describe the police officers. They talk about more than 90 shots and 60 wounds to his body, which that all seems relevant and germane. But then they talk about how seven of the eight officers present were white. Well, I don't understand how that was germane to the journalistic math. When we get back, when we get back, I want to talk about this shooting in more detail and talk about how the journalism attachment was designed to provoke rage. We'll be back. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.